I'm Tom D'Antoni, back at the Cafe in Artichoke Music, 2007 Southeast Powell Boulevard, for another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation. And they actually give us coffee, too. <laughs> We've got some exciting stuff planned for you over the next few months, but it's still very hush-hush sweet Charlotte. With me today is Ryan Marr, and for those of you reading this, it's pronounced Marr. You know him as a guitarist and composer and also as artistic director of the Montevilla Jazz Festival coming up on Saturday and Sunday, August 17 and 18 at Portland Metro Arts. It's a special festival. No other like it. It's part of Portland Jazz Composers Ensemble, and that means new music, some of which is composed expressly for the festival. Ryan's going to tell us all about the performers. All of them, really. Well, Ryan, here we go again. Here we are, yet again. <laughs> we were counting, what is this, like the fifth or sixth time Something that we've like sat that. down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But the first time at Artichoke Music. Yeah, it, it's my first time here. It's a pleasure to be here. It's such a cool room. It's a great little cafe. Yeah. It's a nice stage. Yeah. They got a nice, they got, they got this, the, the, it's, the sound is, is, is really nice in here. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and you can tell. Yeah, they're booking a little jazz. Yeah, I, I heard John Stoll was here recently. Yeah. It's across the street from Teutonic. That's cool, too. Right. Right. Is it, does that make it a district? Are we in the jazz district oh, now? Oh my God, we must be. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know that the the people the people who come here mostly probably wouldn't uh, agree with that. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a lot of acoustic and yeah. folk, and it kind of has that vibe. Like when you walk in, it's yeah. got kind of like a coffee shop vibe. You know, like yeah. the old yeah, yeah. Yeah, '90s singer songwriter, and that's why it fits so well to to do a cop to do the coffee shop conversations here. Great fit, good choice. It is. No, actually, they treat us really well, Mm -hmm. and uh, very very we're real happy to be here. Yeah, you know, Bob Howard, nice guy, nice guy. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's a musician. Yeah, Yeah. you tell. (laughs) (laughs) How could you tell? Uh, They just have that thing, you know, (laughs) musicians. (laughs) No, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> You've been interviewing musicians for how many decades? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what we mean, you mean late? <laughs> <laughs> late, yeah, aloof. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, what, what is your official title with the Montevilla Jazz Festival? Uh, I am a board member. Board member, a yes. Co-founder. Yes. Um, and programming director. Okay. Is that like artistic director? Yes. Let's just say okay. yes. Okay. Yeah. There's more to it. I mean, but yes. And that, nobody's going to get mad if you if if I call you that. Uh, no. In fact, I think we're talking about making that the title from after this festival. But it's been uh, programming director since the beginning. So yeah. How many is it now? Sixth year. No. Can you believe it? Wow. It's wild. I'll never forget that first year. <laughs> it was the hottest. Uh, so hot. It was so hot. Man, it was really hot. How hot but it was, was it? It was 150 degrees. <laughs> it was that kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll never forget because Tim Wilcox was playing in my set on Saturday night that first year. And he's, <laughs> you know, if anyone knows Tim Wilcox, he's like the funniest, driest guy. And he yeah. just leans over to me after like three tunes. He goes, you guys should think about an air conditioner sponsor next year. <laughs> <laughs> And then you moved into a place that has air conditioning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Portland Metro Arts. Portland Metro Arts. It's our fifth year there. Yeah. 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 Good move. <laughs> yeah, totally. We love that place. What What is Portland Metro Arts? It's a, I. It's hard to, for me to describe, but um, it's a place. It's a community arts center. Uh-huh. Let's call it that. Um, you, it's a place where you could take your child to get ballet lessons or violin lessons. They have plays there. Uh-huh. Um, there's dance. I mean, there's pretty much anything that you can think of that has to do with arts. They do it there. 
um, uh-huh. including a weird little jazz festival in the summer. <laughs> it, it's not. It's not. It's not really weird. How can it be weird? You've got Mel Brown. Yeah. Yeah. There's some weird stuff on there. If we try to keep it weird, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, know. I, I noticed. Um, so it's the 17th to the 18th. Mm-hmm. And, um, August 17, 18. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Have you thought about expanding the another day? We have lots of thoughts about expansion, um, yeah. and one a little bit, you know, we're baseball guys, a little bit of a swing and miss this year. We were trying to have this really cool thing that it's not dead in the water or anything, but um, mm-hmm. we want the PJCE to combine with um, the uh, Highland Christian Center in Montevilla neighborhood, and we're going to do like a jazz gospel thing. that, like, brings, Yeah, and uh, we want to get, you know, like Oregon Cultural Trust involved. And oh, that's nice. So, um, that's nice. In the future, look for that. And that would be not at the festival. It would be, you know, uh-huh. at the Highland Christian Center, and it would huh. be huh. Uh, not during that weekend. It would be a different thing. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's one of the expansion ideas. Um, yeah, we thought about like maybe like a Friday night kickoff thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of jazz guys that play gospel music that mm-hmm. people don't, well if, if you're not an African American you might mm-hmm. not know it sure you don't know but but African Americans know it like yeah people like Ben Jones and yeah and uh, uh, LaRonda Steele and mm-hmm. all those people mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah yep um, Marilyn Keller was the first person I, that came to mind uh-huh. you know she because uh, uh-huh. I've seen her do jazz gospel at yeah. the Oregon Coast Jazz Party and right. that's kind of what uh, had made me think of the idea um and also uh i know brian ward who happens to be her brother-in-law mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. uh he's got tremendous gospel chops too so yeah um hopefully we can get them together and a pjce crossover thing with yeah it sounds i'm really excited for it i hope that yeah. it happens soon that'd be great yeah 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 uh okay so we're, we're gonna we're gonna go through it let's do it ready all right who's on the festival because i don't remember <laughs> Mel Brown. <laughs> Here. I'm just kidding. That helps, though. Thank you. <laughs> I bet I... I, I just I, handed him a, a flyer. His <laughs> own flyer. My own flyer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that person's playing? I forgot about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's, um, what's Mel going to do? Sh- uh, do you want to go in order, or do you want to go in order of the flyer? How do you want to do it? I don't care. Mel Brown. I'm excited about Mel Brown. Yeah. We've always wanted to have Mel Brown involved. Because he's Mel Brown, you know, is he, yeah. what's his official title? The Godfather of Jazz in Portland something like or that. something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's like one of the coolest guys, just period, the end. Um, yep. Uh, the trick with our festival and the Mel Brown fit has always been creative, original, co- originally composed music is at the heart of what we do. Right. Since the beginning and hopefully for another hundred years or whatever. Um, uh, and Mel Brown's bands are not known for playing original Right. Music. Right. Um, uh, there there has been original music involved in his sets over mm-hmm. the years. Um, mm-hmm. So we just wanted to figure out a way to make Mel Brown happen. And um, one of his longtime collaborators, Gordon Lee, um, has a big band. Yeah. So we yeah. approached Gordon. We're like, hey, ha- we love your big band. And we love Mel, and you love Mel. Like, let's make this happen. How do we do yeah. this? And yeah. so we came up with Mel kind of like leading, you know, out in front of his big band. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, Gordon Lee. Gordon Lee. Gordon Lee. I mean. Speaking of cool guys. Speaking of cool guys. <laughs> I mean, and the weird thing about Gordon Lee is it's almost like he skipped a generation. How so? This well, is interesting. It's like he's not that well known. Mm-hmm. Anymore, okay. 
you know? Uh-huh. I mean, he's been around forever. Yeah. He's great. He's as contemporary as anything. Yeah, sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. He's brilliant. He's a good guy. Uh, but it seems like it, it seems like uh, the, the younger players kind of skipped him. That uh, that seems fair, I think, what you were saying. Um, and I think it's awful because yeah. he's so great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was showing me some of this electronic music that he's doing now. It's yeah. Like, you know, that's kind of exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. There's a little, I don't know if we want to get into this today, but there, it seems like there's a little bit of a schism right now between a younger scene and an older scene. They're right. In Portland. It, it feels that way. Um, huh. And then there's people like me that are kind of, I think, you know, caught in the middle. Like, yeah. I mean. Uh, what are you? I. Are, how old am I? You're not a millennial. I, if are I am, an I'm X? an old millennial. Are you an X? I'm I'm a tweener. I'm between Gen <laughs> X and millennials. Oh. I'm eight, born in '81, so that yeah. by some yeah. is an old millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, our Nintendo was yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know. That's interesting. I, you know. Yeah, and the one thing that I've noticed about it's not just people in Portland, the younger people. Um, they're not like ch- chasing the mentors down like uh uh-huh. my generation was like it was it, yeah. you had to kind of like and wanted to uh kind of you know chase around your mentors like a puppy dog and like yeah. like and yeah. that doesn't seem to be the case for younger jazz musicians which i think has its benefits but also it, it messes with things a little bit and right. including like you know kind of what you're talking about gordon lee kind of being fairly underappreciated you know yeah yeah uh, i get the idea that you want to do things on your own totally especially you know i think if you're younger than me you look at the world and you think if it is screwed up if that's your view then like it wasn't me that screwed it up so right like, you know right. um i get it's hard all this stuff is hard yeah it is now uh does does uh, does the pjce um do, do they record the older guys yeah Okay. I mean, uh, one of the the record label, yeah. the PJCE record label, yeah. one of the things that I'm most proud of, and I'm only one of three uh, directors of the labels, mm-hmm. so the whole catalog is incredibly diverse and has yeah. all kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah. you, you have Mark Simon, rest in peace, mm-hmm. uh, which is mm-hmm. straight ahead and an older, um, you yeah. know, older vibe, and yeah. then we have like some of the most cutting edge stuff by very young musicians and yeah, a yeah. lot of exciting stuff on the way too so i think that's what we need and that's what the festival tries to do too yeah you know? yeah well dusty york used to do that with dyadic yeah you know you know dusty is it lives in baltimore now oh really well he's an orioles fan yeah right i knew he was an orioles <laughs> fan yeah i heard he's doing stand-up comedy is he's that doing stand-up yeah comedy. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> it is awesome um, well, being an, you know, he was the only Orioles Orioles fan in, in Portland that I knew, <laughs> you know. So we, we so we text every day, right? Anyway, so uh, anyway, um, so um, uh, yeah, that's uh, well, that's that's a great thing about you know. About, is, is, so is Gordon going to play any 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 of the, the electronic stuff? This is just his big band music. Okay. So his originally composed big band yeah, music with yeah. Mel out in front, and the PJCE is the big band. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and it's a little bit bigger PJCE than we're normally used to. It's instead mm-hmm. of twelve, which is kind of the flagship ensemble. Yeah, it's fifteen. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, five saxes, three trumpets, three trombones, and four rhythm. Whoa. So, yeah. Um, someone can check my math at home on that. I think that's fifteen. <laughs> How many drummers? Uh, one drummer, Mel one Brown. Drummer. Okay. Yeah, Mel All Brown right. out in front. All right. Um, yeah. Have you ever, ever been in a band that had two drummers? 
Yes, I have a band with two drummers. You do? The Evil Twin Band has two drummers. Ah, yeah. We played last year at the festival. Who are they? Um, Tim DeRoche and uh-huh. uh, Charlie Doggett are on wow. the record, and the two that I call yeah. most frequently. Yeah. But I've had uh, other drummers like Todd Bishop, George Colligan, yeah. Scott Cutshaw in that band. So how does, how does that work with two drummers? It's free jazz, so yeah. anything works. But okay. um, <laughs> there are other bands with two drummers, too. I saw yeah. Brad Meldow once with two drummers, um, mm-hmm. and that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think you just—I mean, with anything, you just have to listen and and be respectful of the music and the uh-huh. other musicians, uh-huh. and you can make anything work. Yeah, yeah. Work for James Brown. To- work for James Brown. He <laughs> had two, three guitar players, two drummers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, mm-hmm. that's that's with Mel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mel's also playing Saturday night um, uh-huh. with the B three group, the B three oh, nice. organ quartet, um, nice. and that group is also not known for playing uh, original music, but no. they have it. I mean, Balmer and Lewis write tunes, so right. they're going right. to play original music on Saturday night. Nice. And nice. that is not something Portland crowds are used to, so now that's is, why we're excited. Is, is that going to be with, with uh, Ed Coleman? Uh, I, I don't think so. Okay. I, I think it'll be Lewis Payne, Dan and, Balmer. And, and Mel. And Renato. And Mel. And Mel. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, because Ed Coleman's in Lewis's group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No, this is Mel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, Mel is the, the headliner. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Can't and get too much of Mel Brown. <laughs> you know, I mean seriously. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why would you? Yeah. It's, it's I mean, greatest. there was a reason that he that that he played 3 nights a week in right. Jimmy Max, right? You know? Yeah. And then Salties and then Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we have two big bands headlining this year. Yeah. That on Saturday night is Ezra Weiss's big band. I just got that record. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. He yeah. sent me some promo stuff. But yeah, we're excited. To have two big bands uh, this wow. year. That's new for us at the you, festival. You know how many pieces he's going to have in it? It's huge. It's right? I don't know how we're going to fit on the stage, but <laughs> that we're going to figure that out this week. Um, but it's not only a big band. It's a choir, too, from uh, a local high school. Wow. So wow. it's it's going to be incredibly moving, and uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's going to be special. We're looking forward to it. Good. I, um, okay. Keep mm-hmm. going. All right. <laughs> Um, so we talked about Mel and yeah. Ezra's big band, which yeah. are on one side of the spectrum. Let's move to the other side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're excited about Dana Reason's project, uh-huh. which will be on Saturday. And um, Portland audiences may be less familiar with Dana Reason. She's so. a professor at Oregon State University uh-huh. and um, a very adventurous musician. And her set is going to be very adventurous. It's going to have uh, live art projected that while the music is being freely improvised um but within parameters um and there are really exciting musicians on this set like uh, todd sikafus john savage mike nord so we're Uh like talking about some of the more adventurous musicians in the area yeah composing music freely but within parameters Uh and there's also a multimedia uh, element to it and um there's definitely a strong feminine vibe uh-huh. to the uh-huh. to the uh aesthetic um as she details in an interview that, that we recently did with her um so it's cool uh, we're looking forward to that on saturday uh-huh. great yeah. yeah 
What, what's, what's, what's Wayne Horvitz going to do? Uh, he is playing with a CMG. We uh-huh. approached Mike Gamble, and yeah. we, we'd love to have the CMG involved. Um, sure. Like-minded organization. Absolutely. Um, we're kind of the triumvirate in Portland uh, with CMG, Montevilla Jazz Festival, PJCE. You uh-huh. know, we're, we're coming at you. Um, so Mike Gamble and Wayne Horvitz, uh, they're going to do their thing, you know, and um, <laughs> I think Todd Sikafus is also on base on that. And a uh, newer drummer to town, Mike Lockwood, is going to be playing drums on Where that. Where did he come from? I believe uh, the L.A. area, but I think he's from Reno because I, huh. when I was at uh, University of Nevada, Reno, yeah. his name came up frequently. He didn't live there when I lived there, but I think he's a Reno kid. I could huh. be wrong about that. I haven't met him. Um, I'm uh-huh. looking forward to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that, that that those kinds of things are nice for you. Yeah, to what hear this wild music or what to, to meet meet and listen to new people. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I've heard him before, um, yeah. but I haven't met him. But yeah, yeah, yeah and you know that's kind of what how this started. Well, I would Not think just you would him, or uh-huh. else you wouldn't have booked him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, Gamble booked the band. I understand, uh, but yeah, I, understand. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I haven't met or heard every single musician. Yeah. Well, I've heard all the ones that have played recent years. But yeah. do, we, do we know what uh, what Wayne is going to play? I mean, what instrument? Uh, I, I would. Uh, in my thing, it says piano. Okay. Um, but uh, we are always prepared to improvise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he plays. He plays. He plays B three a lot. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, and uh, Nords and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Maybe there will be some electronics. Um, yeah. Lewis is bringing in his B3 on Saturday night. Uh-huh. I don't think he's going to leave it for us. So <laughs> <laughs> there won't be an organ there. Okay. <laughs> um, well, that's great because yeah. uh, Wayne's been doing amazing stuff lately. Yeah. That yeah. Prolific. Yeah. Profound. Always. Yeah. He's, yeah, we're excited to have him on the poster. It's a big name. It is. Yeah. It is. Back in the uh, old uh, downtown New York. Yeah, music scene. Yeah, days. like he basically created that, right? Like, yeah, him and Frizzell and, and Zorn. And Zorn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's really, really exciting. Great. Plus, he's a nice guy. I haven't met him, and he wears hats. Yeah, he wears hats. That's like, <laughs> it's good to wear hats. <laughs> well, when, we, when we've when we've talked, we that's like that's the one subject that always comes up. <laughs> he wears a hat not that similar from yours, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Who else? Ellery Escalin wears a hat like that too. Uh-huh. I, I, well, you know, the, the guy who first told me about hats, I mean, I've, I think I've said this on this program before, about oh. uh, the uh, recently late Leon Redbone. Okay, yeah. In an interview I did, he said, uh, man's not dressed unless he's got a nice hat. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay, keep going. Yeah, all right. Um, Ian Christensen. It's nice to talk about younger cats. Yeah. And Ian Christensen has played the festival before in a few different capacities. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a new project. He's written a lot of new material. He's playing with some really exciting younger players. Uh, it'll be on the more adventurous side of uh, improvised music. Uh-huh. Um, it's written, and it's going to be jazz, it's, uh-huh. uh, but uh, it'll be fairly adventurous, I'm sure, certain, uh-huh. uh, having knowing Ian very well personally and musically. Uh-huh. It'll be a, uh-huh. it'll be an adventurous set. Well, it's it's the one place where people are you will not sit, sit there and go, that's noise. Uh-huh. Right, <laughs> that's true. People still say that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to blame people sometimes. You know, like uh, 
I think about stuff way too much, but like it's hard to blame someone that doesn't like jazz or doesn't like something really adventurous or experimental uh, because they haven't been exposed to it that much right. or haven't learned that much about it. Yeah, you know. And yeah. um, I remember when I was building my record collection way back, and I would get something and just didn't like it was Anthony Braxton, uh, for instance. Sure, you heard him. Yeah, yeah, I love Anthony. And yeah. when when he was uh, when he was first starting out, and he was on I don't know some major label. And and it took me years because mm-hmm. I try I try mm-hmm. it yeah. and then I try I wait I wait and I try it again mm-hmm. and then I got a little more and then I try it again mm-hmm. and eventually you know uh, it was uh, you, you get it if you're willing yeah I yeah. mean like you said yeah. you put in an effort and you yeah. know it, it pays off in the end and that's how it was with Dolphy for me I didn't get it at first in fact I disliked it I was like this Did is dumb you? yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I just gave it some time and eventually that seed grew you know um, and uh, that has happened for a lot of music for me and it, and for some music it has not uh, yeah you know uh, and it's okay to dislike things. That's what I yeah. have been telling students, you know. But you have to know why you dislike it. You can't just. And like, you might be right. 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 It could be shitty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, based on and that's it's a hard that's a hard thing too. It's like what is good music? What is bad music? And right. you know, it, uh, the value isn't as important. I don't think as like if you like it you don't like it if you know why if you can think critically and communicate uh-huh. clearly about music that that's what's important like yeah. you know um but or to say that's it, noise well that's well that's bullshit to say that's noise because right. that you just don't know what you're talking about correct but, yeah correct. and that's not a great attitude you know no. so <laughs> go back to school and learn how to cr- think critically yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be like you know if uh, mm. uh if, if there's a food that you don't like and mm-hmm. it just doesn't taste good anymore, right you know you haven't learned that taste yet i mean or do you, you think might... whiskey tastes good it doesn't taste good <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah. but you learn to like it for other reasons <laughs> if you want to know if something actually tastes good give it to an eight-year-old and not i'm not telling you to give whiskey to an eight-year-old but like <laughs> the eight-year-old mouth knows if things taste good just like biologically right like yeah. you know putting this in your mouth it must do something for your body anyway i'm way out of my element it's here, like but. when when i first uh discovered sun Ra, uh-huh. oh, man. I, I i couldn't get into the music at all but i like the presentation totally you know the vibe is so important in the music too yeah and that's an interesting topic too you know i think that's some of where jazz struggles is uh and it should be all about the music but it's like consistently all about the music and we right. we lose some of the other things that people like like yeah. presentation and entertainment value and, right. right well i loved seeing matt wilson's group at uh-huh. the uh, reno jazz festival yeah. which is like mostly students and mostly students that don't know that much about jazz and so <laughs> matt wilson's group is killing it's like it was ron yeah. miles gary Versace. Oh, man. man it was a ridiculous oh, band and they're playing ridiculous music but the kids loved it because he had like an entertainment value and like his confidence <laughs> and he got people like clapping and like you know like and it wasn't cheap in any way it was yeah. like it yeah. served the yeah. music and it was also fun for the kids and they loved it and mm-hmm. I, that was a big lesson i learned it's like yeah. this music should be entertaining yeah you know? well sunrise band would get up off the off, mm-hmm. off, off the, the bandstand and, and mm-hmm. hop around in the room right <laughs> that's part of the vibe of the music and, and, the, and, the, and yeah. the, the, the 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 cheesy outfits mm-hmm. and you know like yeah, and the whole like <laughs> I'm not I'm actually an alien and from a different planet. And well, I interviewed him awesome. once. He told me he was from Planet Zyrocon, and sure. I believed him. Yeah, 
that is <laughs> that's what we're missing you know <laughs> like i <laughs> yeah i want to i want to hear <laughs> terrence blanchard say that yes. you know? <laughs> yeah that's funny okay keep going cool um what's next uh Another thing that we're excited about, Bobby Torres Ensemble. Ah. Um, it's He's, you know, celebrating his 50th year since yeah. playing at Woodstock with yeah. Joe Cocker. Yeah. And that's really cool. Um, I had him in here. Because uh, cool. I, I, TCM ran, played the, uh, the director's cut of Woodstock. I heard and, about that, yeah. And, and I'm, all, I'm all like, I can't wait to see Bobby mm-hmm. with Joe Cocker. And mm-hmm. it was the only song that Bobby didn't play on. What? in the movie yeah wow i know but i had him in here that's told me all kinds of cool stories about like you know mm-hmm. some of the people in this band throwing up out out, out the helicopter out, 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 outside of the, the, helicopter. the helicopter when it was landing and yeah. you know kind of, those kinds of stories throwing up <laughs> from like motion sickness or landing whatever. or whatever yeah drugs yeah. and alcohol <laughs> who knows oh, combination of the two yeah but uh, no, he had he had uh, a lot of great stories. I bet. So, so what? I mean, he's full of stories. Yeah. Is this uh, what's he going to do? It's his ensemble. He has yeah. new music. Um, he Ooh. may even have a new record available. Um, what? Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, we're really looking forward to it. It's, so it's you know, this festival is so cool. It's and uh, I'm not tooting my own horn. It's just like a cool thing. There's new stuff. Yeah. For audiences in Portland. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's, Go ahead, keep going. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Charlie Porter, also Ooh. an exciting name, uh-huh. um, playing new, originally composed music with uh-huh. an all-star Portland cast. Uh, Greg Goble, John Lakey, uh-huh. Alan Jones, Joe Manis. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to hear killing jazz, that's yeah. what you go to. You go. Yeah. Charlie Porter is ridiculous, by the way. Just yeah. like yeah. I heard him at a Cathedral Park Jazz Festival last weekend, and he was doing like Bunny Berrigan solos and and sounds does like all the perfect Louis Armstrong inflections. <laughs> but then he like plays modern jazz with you know mm-hmm. slash chords and like super <laughs> heavy r- rhythm things. Like he's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, killing jazz, Charlie Porter. Um, I haven't heard you mention your band. I'm not. Well, I'm playing with two bands. Um, yeah. I'm in Brian Smith's band, uh-huh. um, and that is on Saturday as well. Tell me about him. Um, Brian Smith writes really cool music. It's really hard in a in a certain way. Um, we had a rehearsal for a different band last uh-huh. night, um, and it's just like it, this should not be as hard as it is, and it's hard. Um, but he writes really interesting music, and th- this particular project is like one of those Rack Grant winning things that's like culturally important. You uh-huh. know, he composed this music to accompany some poems from a friend of his named Matt Spawn. Uh-huh. Um, and the poems deal with the natural world and climate change and, uh, you know, just being out in nature and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's photography that accompanies the poetry and the modern jazz. And it's called Let Me Take You There. And it's a really cool project. So Matt Tabor plays piano. Um, Andrew Jones is on bass. Jonas Oglesby on drums. Brian Smith is an alto player. There's poetry. And you. And me. Yeah, oh. yeah, and it's awesome. about Oregon, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, there's a little bit in there about Yosemite, I think, but uh-huh. the rest of it is just like Oregon. Huh. Huh. Yeah. How come your band's not playing? I can't play every year. It would be <laughs> weird. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. People <laughs> look know. forward to it. I well, I would hope so, but yeah, uh, maybe next year. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm hoping one of these years. Last year, I tried to do a trio with Kung Vu and uh, Ted Poor and uh-huh. do some more like avant-garde type things, and maybe yeah. I can make that happen next year. But okay, yeah. But I'm playing with Brian Smith this year, and and in the PJCE with Gordon Lee. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I'm getting to play. That's great. Yeah. Keep going, Kathleen Hollingsworth. I didn't know that person. She is a singer and keyboard player, songwriter, uh-huh. and um, she has a trio that she's bringing mad love um and uh it is hard for me to even describe but it is really cool she's a really accomplished singer and an accomplished musician you know because she's playing piano yeah and singing and uh she was saying in one of the interviews that we conducted with her recently that you know she kind of she used to do left hand bass right hand chords and sing and she's <laughs> like i was just you know doing too much for the pay <laughs> so, <laughs> so she got a bass player um and uh yeah brent falls so what you do with a left hand now uh i think part of the chords you know <laughs> okay. but they work together <laughs> instead of three brains it's just two gotcha yeah um so uh yeah but she's a really accomplished musician and her music is really cool and uh and it's like modern and catchy and uh also she's a professor i I guess at the community college level you don't call it professor usually but she's an an instructor of music uh at clackmas uh-huh um so Uh you know tying in the local jazz ed scene yeah yeah that's good yeah um whom else uh we haven't said anything about sherry alves and george colligan speaking of professors okay sherry alves is a new vocal jazz instructor uh professor at portland state university uh-huh. um and that's where george colligan is yep. also a professor i'm yep. sure the audience is familiar with george colligan um, it's impossible not to yeah <laughs> uh, he has he's had coffee shop conversations too um yeah so they are putting a, a group together um and it's not going to be vocal jazz standards um there's going to be really cool material george has written stuff sherry hasn't written stuff she's reimagining a few things uh-huh. um she's really busy she's finishing her doctorate she's a full-time professor and uh and a musician and you know she's yeah like many of us running around with her hair on fire so right um right. but Man, I just worked with her last week at a jazz camp, and not only is she a great musician, but she's like just really fun to be around, you know. And she's, I think audiences are gonna, if they have not yet checked out Sherry Alves, they will love her. Great, yeah. Great. Whom else is on here? We got uh, Carrie Pollitzer. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. Carrie Pollitzer, uh, so we're bringing some Brazilian jazz back to the festival. Nice. Uh, she's led. Uh, uh, a band the first year, the third year, and this year. And is that it? At least three times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe yeah. four. But uh-huh. um, a couple years, it was, I think, 2015 that she had mm-hmm. a Brazilian band uh, called Batida Differenci. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, since then, I've just seen her brazilian thing just take off you know she has this band bossa pdx usually they play brazilian standards um and Uh you know how i am i'm like yeah no standards (laughs) so um she's writing a bunch of music in tribute to uh derval fadjeda um and uh yeah it's gonna be original brazilian jazz with balmer on guitar colligan on drums and i forget the bass player phil baker Oh, bass. oh man, he plays beautiful bossa nova. Yeah, he's oh uh, my he, favorite. He does my my favorite pink martini tune of all time, 
is that one bossa nova tune on it was on one of their early early records it's one of the most beautiful things i've ever heard i'll have to check that out i don't yeah, know yeah um i think manis is on flute and uh-huh. saxophone on that one too uh-huh. so yeah uh-huh. but just more like portland killing musicians play pulitzer great. you know what <clears throat> she is a hell of a writer i'm mean, a yeah. prose writer oh yeah she's she's written yeah, pieces yeah. For, for for organ music yeah. news She's a great writer, and uh, yeah, they're ter- they're terrific. Mm-hmm. Has she ever written for the the uh, the jazz? Uh... She wrote for jazz scene, yeah. um, a few times when I was still doing that. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, you know, she got a master's degree at PSU in yeah. technical writing. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah, she's. <laughs> uh, well, hey, you know who else is a, a, a musician and a really good writer? Shoehorn. Oh, really? Fuck yeah! I haven't seen him right. Yeah. Well, you 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 should you should do a search. Uh huh. He, I got I got a, a a Facebook message in the middle of the night one time, <laughs> right? And you know I've done I've known Shuhorn for a million years. Mm-hmm. I've done I've done TV. Done, oh, well. He's been in here. I mean uh-huh. I've written about him. And he's he's an interesting cat. He's just an interesting yeah. cat. And and he, um and he had gone to see uh, Big Chief Donald Harrison. Oh cool yeah. And he wrote this piece, and I went, wow, because he wrote it as a musician uh-huh. and not as a fanboy. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, because most, most, most music journalists have no idea, but have no clue about music. Right. They don't, don't, I mean, don't know anything. Don't, yeah, right. right. I mean, to me, yeah. that's fair, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not their job. You, I know. I mean, it's well, like it should be. It's like if somebody asks yeah. you to, to, to stand over here and, 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 and throw a slider. Right, yeah. You, know, well, you actually, couldn't do it. Actually, I have a pretty good slider. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that doesn't hold up this time. But, uh, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And he's written a whole bunch of pieces. Mm-hmm. From that perspective, and it's so unusual. Yes, to see a, a piece yeah. of music written about something by someone that knows what they're talking about—the inside part of the music. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. absolutely agree. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. nice to I'll run to into somebody out. who's not a fanboy. Yeah, right, <laughs> or anti-fan or whatever. You know, yeah. Well, right. That uh, happens it, too. We don't. We've. Ne- we never run. We never oh, run not you negative reviews. Yeah, no, no. You know, I oh. know it's not well. Once Tell I wrote me about that, I'm curious about that. So, would you wouldn't run a negative review just out of that's kind of one of your principles? Pretty much. Okay. Although I did run an anti Ace of Base story of mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's low hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it, I, I had wanted to, I had wanted to write something mean about Ace of Base for years, sure. years and years. <laughs> Who doesn't? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> just, there's a song called "It's a Beautiful Life." Oh, it's man. a beautiful life. Yeah, vapid. Uh, but uh, yeah, I no. mean, because uh, uh, I mean, if 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 you're an actual music critic who uh-huh. knows what they're talking about, knows the inside of the music, okay, uh, you know, if Shoehorn wrote if Shoehorn wrote something negative, I would run it, right? You know, yeah, and then musicians don't usually want to do that um, because right. you don't want to bag on another right. musician. Well, yeah. but you know, here's the thing. I mean, most of the time. You know, uh, we stories of well, first of all, there's not not a, not a lot of people want to read about music anymore. Okay, yeah, that's why we we we're, we're mostly multimedia sure. now. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, and and mostly we, we run it we run stuff that's that's coming up. Okay, so why would we want to write, right, write about yeah. something that's yeah. a, that you wouldn't want to go, go see? to this? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely don't go to this thing. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I, I just heard. Uh, I guess I'll leave the publication out of it. At a conference one time, <laughs> and they they're fairly prominent publication for jazz, and mm-hmm. um, they said, "Yeah, we don't we don't run negative reviews." And I was like, "That's I guess that's fine." I because I'd rather you know show up in a magazine as an artist, and if that magazine publishes it, you know it's going to be favorable. But um, is that fair to the listener? Is is so if everything you put out is good? I, I guess that works. I don't know. I don't know what my problem is here. I don't either. <laughs> I, mean, we, I, 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 I did write mm-hmm. one negative review one time, mm-hmm. and the son of a bitch would never let me forget it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote some reviews for Cadence once, and yeah. uh, n- not very many of them were positive. Yeah. And one of them was actually from a very good musician. <laughs> uh, it, but the the I still hate the record. It was a terrible record, <laughs> and the musicians sounded terrible on it, except for him, yeah. the leader. And the leader and his record label kind of came after me, you know? Like Really? Yeah. I, was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. They sound like, <laughs> like a bad community college big band, and it's like... <laughs> so I stopped reviewing. I was like, yeah. I I just don't... But I've been that way for a long, long time. Because mm-hmm. when, I, when I first started out, I was, a, I was the... The jazz and pop music critic at, at, at the uh, uh, at, at, on a TV show in, at Maryland Public Broadcasting, mm-hmm. and uh, but they would send me out to like out to like Holiday Inns to review like five guys in purple velour suits singing mm-hmm. "Brandy, You're a Fine Girl." Mm-hmm. You know? sure. Yeah, <laughs> right. And what can you say good about that? Right. Yeah. You know that'd be <laughs> just so. I would just I, I ended up going like. Well, you know, if you like this, you'll like this. Yeah. You know, that's about all you can do. Right, right. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the thing is, when you're, when you're young and, and, and full of yourself, mm-hmm. it's really easy to write bad reviews. Yeah, right. It's easy. And then, you know, you can, you can um, uh, compensate for bad parenting that way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by just just nailing people, right? <laughs> and I did that for a little while. But then I said, "This is bullshit." <laughs> yeah, this is just complete bullshit. I'm not doing this. I mean, I kept the gig, but yeah, I changed right. the one. The changed one, the, the way approach. I was doing it. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I guess man. there's enough negativity in the world, right? Why do we need to? Oh, publish you, you bad think? negative things. You think? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. That Thanks. was yeah. That's did, the whole did, lineup. We did, did it. Did we did it? Uh, th- there's also an after hours jam session. We should talk about that on Saturday night. Hey, there you go. We haven't Nicole said that McCabe. One yet. What? Nicole McCabe is running that. Really? And yeah, Ross Garling will be on um, bass, and um, I'm forgetting. I think Andres is playing drums. Yeah. yeah. And Liam Hathaway playing piano. I okay. Believe. I I probably have all that wrong. <laughs> So um, tell me what the the next uh, the next uh, record you're gonna you, you're gonna release PJC Records. Yeah, we have something in the works right now. Um, we are hoping to release three big projects and then some other projects along the uh-huh. way. Uh-huh. Um, the three big ones are Jasnam Dia Sings uh, Big Band Suite, or it's like for the whole PJCE. Uh-huh. Um, the thing that he premiered at the Montevilla Jazz Festival two seasons or two years ago, uh-huh. the Ecta Suite, which yeah. is a yeah. Unity project kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, so that'll be like a you know full fledged uh, PJCE release with written by Jasnam. It's really great music. It's really nice. interesting. Nice. Um, and uh, we're also hoping to tap into that younger market we were talking about. Uh-huh. Noah Simpson is going to hopefully do a release with us. Some K-pop? With, 
Uh, <laughs> 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 Noah's band is going to have a, like really great younger cats. Um, uh-huh. Jack Radsliff on guitar, Matt Sasma on vibes. Um, I think Daniel Rossi on drums. So mm-hmm. you know a younger band and yeah. uh, lots of energy and um, original music, of course, because that's PJCE Records. Yeah, and um, also Micah Hummel um, uh-huh. on drums and like you know, if you if your audience is not hip to Michael Hummel, check out some of his videos. He does some really cool stuff with like electronic drum triggers and nice. he's going to have uh, collaborate with people like George Colligan mm-hmm. and also people that are like on the indie rock scene and stuff. Uh-huh. So it's going to be uh-huh. quite a, you know, eclectic set. Good. Rife Good. with musicianship. We, we had more. We used, to, we used to have more of that. Yeah. You know, like the Blue Cranes, for sure. instance. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they could play anywhere. Things go in waves, you know. There's yeah. jazz rock waves. There's yeah. hip hop jazz waves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what wave we're on right now, but um, did, did did you guys release the Durkin record? Yeah, I never got it. Really? Oh, I did more promotion on that <laughs> record for years. Every time I would have him, uh-huh. I, I'd have him on. Uh-huh. I had all four members of the quadrophones. Sure. And every time it was like, well, we don't know when it's coming out. Oh, that record. Yeah, the Andrew Durkin quadrophones record. Yeah. It's not out. Oh, it's yeah, not? no, but that will be out. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Thank you. Believe me, I've done I, it. And it's, it's almost it's not it's not a joke, but it's like a joke. You know, like, yeah, it's been years. It's been years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we're yeah. working on it. I mean, it's recorded. I don't know if it's mixed and mastered yet. Uh, this is oh, Andrew's busy, you know, and I was standing on his head. Yeah. <laughs> He's dealing with pain. Have, yeah. you, have you seen all this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> his yoga vibe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's impressive. That's where Breath of Fire comes from. That's what yeah. I thought you were talking about. No, uh, the uh-uh. Breath of Fire record. No. You have that one. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, the Quadrophones one is not out. So <laughs> it will be. Come on, I'm going to drop dead before a fucking record comes out. <laughs> the Orioles will want to pen it before the record comes yeah, out. Well, okay, don't don't get too far. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Always nice to see you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks to Derek Sims and Auditory Sculpture for our theme music, Ghost Jazz.